Welcome to the show, everyone. What do we have here? Where are we at? We are on location at Gina Studio. Welcome. Gina, thank you very much Welcome. for having me here. Welcome back to the show again. This is the uh, the second time we're having lunch here, and we're on location here. Pretty soon, we're going to be seeing stuff from you in the future. Yes, I'm excited about that. Um, where we're at, we're here at Gina studio and Gina studio looks amazing. Why does it look amazing? Because of Walker renovation, right? Yep. That's, that's your, our company. That's your company. Absolutely. So shout out to Walker renovations and, uh, we're going to put that stuff in the description below. If you guys thinking about anything or renovating your house or anything yep. like that, just, just put it in there, yep. you know, take anything. Check it There's anything too big or small. Good. Good. Absolutely. So having you back on the show here, last time you were on, I'll make sure I'll link that in, in the top left corner for YouTube there. Um, otherwise, I'll put in a description on Spotify and all that stuff to the other channel of the other episode that we had. Okay. Yeah. First for your one. first, the first episode yeah. and everything. I'll make sure we'll link that. And if you guys haven't listened to that one yet, I suggest you listen to that. It would be pretty good. So Gina is a longtime friend of mine as well, and she is a guru, I would have to say. <laughs> She's helped me out uh, for many, many years in uh, quite a few different uh, aspects of my life and everything. So we're going to get to know Gina a little bit more, and we're going to ask her at the time of her awakening, pretty much. I, I guess you would call that, right, an awakening? I think so. I mean, I feel like for me it was more of a... Um Opening your mind. An ownership of things. I, yeah, I think that it was really looking at myself for the first time. And when that happened was. So you would say a self-reflection? Yeah. Yeah. You know, for me, it was when someone looked at me, I was looking for help mm -hmm. for my child at the time. And I had been running around, you know, help them, help them, help them, fix them, fix them, fix them. You know, I had yeah. a very strong willed son when mm -hmm. I, you know, when he was little. And um, I didn't know how to handle it. I didn't know how to handle him. And I ran all over the place looking for help. And I finally, um, I found a woman who, after her meeting him, and then I went <laughs> back in the room, Jean Veneri, I'll never forget it. And she said to me, um, I said, well, can you help him? Can you, can you, can you fix this? Yeah. And she said, absolutely. And I, you know, I was just so excited. And she goes, right after I, I help and fix you. Yeah, and wow. it was in that That's, moment, yeah. I mean, because that was the first time anybody had said that to me. I had been running to psychiatrists, psychiatrists, anybody I could go to to help. Mm -hmm. And it was the first time that I had a, nobody ever said that to me. And, yeah. and I think that I'm just so grateful that I didn't tell her to go fuck herself, yeah. you know, That's because crazy. because I think a lot of people would have. Yeah, absolutely. A lot of people, well... They don't think that they have problems. Right. Right. <laughs> and that's not me. Not me. It's not me. And it's and I got news for you. It's always you. It's always you. And I I um came to learn that. So was that my awakening? I, I suppose it was it was the space that I needed to be in to self reflect and start to read the books I needed. Yeah. Everything at that moment, when my mind opened to it, mm -hmm. and she started working with me, mm -hmm. which then changed my whole entire life. Yeah. 
and my children's lives and everything changed. Um, so your perspective, your mind opened up. You saw that there was an issue. Um, and then you, you started And I saw much that it was me. I was the cause of the issue. I was the reason. And, and when I was able to really look at that and mm-hmm. she worked with me and then I ended up going to school. Yeah. I, she blew my mind so much that I said, where did you go to school? How did you learn how to do this? And, uh, I just, I went to school. I followed her lead and, and that was back in, oh gosh, I think 1994. Wow. So yeah. In there. Yeah. 94. Just been. Um, I've been ever since. Ever since. Ever, ever since. since. Ever since. Been working, working your magic and all that stuff. And learning. Absolutely. I mean, and, and learning a lot. So, and and I plant seeds. See, that's what I do, and that's what exactly. I did with you. I'm a seed planter. Mm-hmm. You know, I just want you to shift just a little bit. Look at something from a different way. Mm-hmm. Um, people get locked in. And that's the thing. Uh, that's the biggest problem I think people do have is you know they're. I guess ego kind of clouds their judgment in a way and don't think that they are the problem and don't really reflect, you know, do a self-reflection and say, hey, wait a second, I need to make some changes in my life. Right. And, um, you know, that, again, for me, that was my problem for the longest time. Like you said, you planted some seeds and it just, it took, it took a while for them to grow and everything else like that, so. But even like right now, I mean, you're still in such growth, right? Oh, absolutely. I mean, doing this and having different guests on, you're, you're always learning. And yeah. I feel like that was when, when I would see my clients and I would help them through things. Mm-hmm. Um, I was still always learning. Oh, absolutely. You know, it, it, and it always kept me balanced. Yes. Because I knew I had to, to be balanced in Mm -hmm. order to work through it with them too so there was a a constant check keeping yourself in check when you do this kind of work absolutely and when um for you you have only just begun to grow absolutely yeah i've just started pretty much this beautiful self-reflection journey and all that stuff and growing and like you said having each person on especially having uh mike Great. Mike, Mike was wonderful. He's an amazing person. I yeah, look I'm forward glad. to meeting Mike. Absolutely. And I'll, I'll make sure we'll, we'll work that out and everything. We'll have you guys sit down and all that stuff. But, oh, great. Um, you know, there'll be more future stuff with, with Gina as well as Mike on the show and everything. And, you know, spreading that positive message is really something that I'm really pushing towards because there's so much negativity out there in the world. And we tend to get drowned by the negativity and what kind of that 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 mindset because i've went through this a lot through all that negativity kind of brings you down and keeps you in a low place yeah a low vibration yes a low frequency and speaking about vibrations and frequency um that was one of the main things um the law of attraction law of attraction hand in hand right with your vibration it absolutely does because we're energy magnetic field you know absolutely and um, we're like little antennas. We're all just getting information all the time. But mm-hmm. we're, um, our thoughts turn into things. So if you are yourself taught, you talk to yourself more than you talk to anybody. Oh, yes. So if you, and, and, you, and you should really do your, do your best to check out what you're saying to yourself because a lot of people don't. And that's only because we're on uh, autopilot. 
you know, we're just programmed. That's we're like, a, if you look at that iceberg, right? Absolutely. The top of the iceberg is our conscious, which is where, you know, you have to consciously say like, this isn't working for me. So I'm going to change it. The rest of the iceberg, which is the biggest part of it is your unconscious. And yeah. that's how people are operating. That's where people are primarily 90% of the time operating from. Mm -hmm. From the minute they get up in the morning, you know, they just go oh, yeah. through a program. They, you know, they don't think about it. You get up, you brush your teeth, you, you, your mindset goes on, you're going to work, what your mm -hmm. head has to say, what your self-talk is. You know, you're just going through these motions. Mm -hmm. And um, I did it. Yeah. I was always going th through my motions and every day until I started to check out the tip of the iceberg a little bit more. Yeah. I got you. Okay, and looking into how much more control I really have over myself, then, then you're led to believe. It's true. Yeah. And so then I zoomed in on my self-talk. You know, what am I saying? If I felt like shit, I'd be. I would stop myself, and I would check out. What are you saying to yourself? Yeah. Because you're saying something, <laughs> and it's not good. Oh yeah, absolutely. So. So is self-talk good or bad, or is it, well, you, you, you kind of need it? Of course, of course, but it, you you want to check what you're saying to yourself because what you're saying to yourself is then being activated by an emotion towards it. So if you're saying, you know, uh, um, if you get up every single morning and your mantra when you, before your feet even hit the floor is, I hate my job, <laughs> yeah, can't believe I got to go to this place again today, blah, 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 you're already in a low vibration. It's not going to get much better for you because, you know, and then what, then what happens is then, then you get evidence of it and then you go, see, see, this is my life. This is my life. That's because of the strip you're playing in your brain. Mm -hmm. If you, if you become conscious and say, oh man, I am beating myself up before I even get to the place, Absolutely. you know, um, of course you're going to have a bad day. Of right? course you're going to have a so bad day. Started, yeah. So if you really take that moment in the morning to consciously um, think about how you want your day to go and intentionally set an intention. So what I choose to do now is I choose to set my intention in the morning and, and just say, I'm going to have a great day today. I can feel it already, mm -hmm. you know, and as my feet hit the floor, you know, I'm awake. I'm very awake. I'm not going through a program. I am steering my ship because most people aren't. Like you said, they're on autopilot. They're on autopilot. And then on top of being on autopilot, their younger child self is driving their bus. So yeah. not only on autopilot, your younger traumatized probably yeah. child, okay, because we're all traumatized. Yeah. So your traumatized child is driving your bus. You're in the back seat flying around because you got no seatbelt on going what's fuck what's fuck what's fuck you know my life sucks uh -huh. yeah and what i teach people to do is we need to stop and look at that now right yeah. so now i can see that just you know resonate with you your child mm -hmm. is driving your bus what do you do about that you become conscious yes and you consciously look at that little child and what I do with my clients is I walk them through the healing mm -hmm. of that. And if you want to walk through the healing of it, you don't always have to either. You can consciously make a choice to just choose joy and let it go. Absolutely. 
that's a conscious choice. Yeah. But again, because people are on autopilot people and their kids right driving the bus, they're just going along for the ride and saying, "What the heck?" Mm-hmm. So, becoming conscious, reading any book you can, conscious living. I mean, there's so millions of them oh, out there. So many great gurus out there. I started with Marianne Williamson, okay. who was all about love, who totally helped me to forgive my father, who abandoned us six kids when I was a year old. So I didn't have a father. He took off. And there was a hole in me for that. Yeah. Marianne Williamson uh, is the reason that hole is is gone. You know, she, you know, she helped you kind of get through. She helped me to understand that this is my journey. Mm-hmm. And my father, whose name is Mickey, you know, could have been Paul, could have been Harry, could have been Jim. It didn't matter. This was it. This is what was going to go down. Yeah. And who I am is a reflection of everything I've gone through, right? True. So I have more empathy for people, or, you know. Mm-hmm. That's true. Uh, now, how would someone, would you say, deal with their trauma or accept it in a sense is because there's no real getting rid of the past pretty much. No, but you don't have to drag it with you. That's, that's for sure. I, I know people that have had some serious things happen to them mm-hmm. and yet they rise to the top. You know, exactly. they, yeah. they, they just have the tenacity to jump over it. They're not going to allow it to interfere mm-hmm. with this life that, that you got. Um, one of my closest friends, my best friend since I've been five years old you know, she's my great, like who, that's the, who I go to when yeah. I feel like I need someone <laughs> and, um, she's gone through the most trauma of anybody I know. So, gotcha. you know, and then there's people that take the, it depends on how you look at it. Like Mike said, yes. you're a victim. You're, that's what it's the truth. You're either yes. a victim or a victor. Yes. And that's the case. He was a hundred. When he said that, I, I was like, that's right, Mike. Because that's exactly how it is. Mm-hmm. And when you recognize that you're playing a victim role, victim roles do not serve you. However, because there's a positive intent in all behavior, no matter what you do, good or bad, there's a positive intent in it for you. Yeah. So the kid that's screaming in the corner and, you know, getting bad attention is still getting attention. There's Absolutely. a positive intent. For every behavior. So that's what you always want to look for. What am I getting out of this? What do I get from playing the victim? You know, we all know people online. I have, I know a family member, you know, who boo-hoos it all day and, oh, prayers for you and, oh, I'm with you. And they need that. They really, really do need that. Mm -hmm. I would love nothing more than to see them, you know, turn that around for themselves because they're just, that will be their life now pretty much someone would have to they would have to accept it themselves pretty much like mm-hmm. take ownership mm-hmm. of their life and see that there's no way really to you you can't force anybody to do any of this um change really has to come from within yes and you can't fix what you don't acknowledge exactly you just can't and it, and to be able to acknowledge something that is um not very pretty about yourself yeah you know and be able to go deep into what it was you needed and then to be able to say what you needed you know um 
it's just life changing to be able to be that vulnerable. It, it is. We talked yeah. a, about this at lunch today. Yeah, absolutely. About vulnerability and how important it is, mm-hmm. you know, that we all understand. We're all the same. <laughs> we're, but yes, we, this is true. We're, we are all the same in the sense of emotions and trauma and all that stuff. But we um, all handle it differently. Exactly. And would you say how you handle it is from how you learn from your parents or or were taught pretty much how to handle stuff? Yes. Like, um, we'll say, like my father wasn't really an emotional type of person, if that makes sense. And that's who you model. Exactly. So that's something that we have to almost kind of like break the cycle and actually learn and, and move from that. But that's something that we have to really accept, you know, accepting that part, number one, that we all have trauma. Yes. And number two, acknowledging that and not allowing it to affect our future. Right. Okay. Right. Exactly. So like in your case, okay, so your father didn't show much emotion. You're yeah. a young boy. You're watching him interact with your mother. Mm-hmm. You're learning everything from your father. You're Absolutely. modeling your father. Same sexes normally ma- model one another. Mm-hmm. And then um, you're picking up all the cues, everything yes. that's going with Learning that. Experience. Now you grow, you get taller, right? You're a grown man, and you see that there are areas in in this where it doesn't serve you well. Mm-hmm. Yes, doesn't serve you. Mm-hmm. So now, as a grown man, right? That what I would hope for you to see is, you know what? Wow, you know what? I didn't like that about my dad. Yeah, I it it, it I didn't like it. Mm-hmm. I I might have became it. <laughs> yeah right and that's and that's the thing like i did i did see that and i said well you know parts of what i saw i was aware of it and i was like well i, I don't want to repeat this you know I, I would like to change this in this aspect and at the same time too like i didn't have any kids or anything like that so i couldn't really do that for for my kids but at the same time i could do that for myself absolutely and that's one of the main things that's and why your I was relationships and yes, and your relationships, relationships because that's where the communication is, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, absolutely. The personal and professional relationships that we do have are all about the communication yes. and how you effectively communicate. Yes, because you can say <laughs> you can say the same thing but in two different ways and get two different reactions. Absolutely. Or, or you could have learned from your dad. Maybe your dad was an over communicator but didn't communicate in a healthy way. Gotcha. You yeah. know, and you could have picked up on that mm-hmm. very easily too. Yeah. Because there's people that do and their relationships don't work because of how they handle it or their their tone yeah. in it. Yeah. Because it's learned. Oh yeah. We, everything is learned. So if you don't like a part of you, right? If you can acknowledge it. I'm yeah. so sorry about the dog. Yeah, I just it's, it's, I, I just can't. I, it's all good. If you acknowledge it, yeah. Um, you can correct it. Mm-hmm. I don't, you can correct it. You can. Cor- all you have to do is Google it, right? Like, mm-hmm. you know, I'm an asshole, like my father. <laughs> Something's coming up. Yeah. And and I'm telling you. And if it does, then you start reading. Like, if this is, you know, parts of you, and that's what I did. I started looking at areas in my life that I was, um, you know, m- my mother raised six of us by herself, totally by herself. No siblings. We didn't have aunts. We didn't have uncles. We didn't have grandparents. We didn't have anybody but my mother. Gotcha. And that traumatizes you as a kid, you know? You get a little messed up not knowing if your mother's coming home. And if she doesn't, then guess what? You go into foster care. That was how I grew up, you know? That's tough. 
So you're always, um, you know, for me, I was always looking for a father. Yeah, you're always looking for a Always looking for my, my, my first husband, father figure. Father figure, what I thought a father was, because I didn't have a father. Mm-hmm. So, but I used to eat dinner at all my girlfriends' houses that had fathers, and I would Kinda watch their watch father. And, and right. It was the craziest thing, but I always knew I was doing it. I always knew I was doing it. And then and then married my married what I thought was a father figure. That didn't work out, you know? Mm-hmm. And this is the stuff that you do. And but when you're able to look at what you do and how come you do it, it just it, to me it makes me smile and laugh because it's form survival. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I survived. Yeah, you did. And you learned and you learned oh, from each step that you did and yes. that's that's one of the main things that a lot of people, they don't learn from the yep. steps that they make. Or, as we're saying, like reflecting upon the past to not repeat those mistakes. And to change. See, the problem with change is you got to change. Yeah. Like people throw the word people. around all the time, but it really requires the change, which is the action mm-hmm. involved in it. And that seems to be where people get stuck and caught up true. in that, yeah. you know. But if you make one little, like, if you don't get caught up in thinking that a change is a 360 thing. Remember when, when you and I worked years ago? Oh, yeah, I yeah. said to you, I'm not trying to take you and spin you around twice and point yeah. you in another direction. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to do that to you. I don't have to because if you just tap, tap on something, tap on one little change, it's like being out on a sailboat. And you, if I tap the wheel, I'm going in a different direction. I'm not doing a 360. Absolutely, yeah, I'm just, just gliding long, into another direction. Exactly. Long term, there's, yes. there's going to be a, a different outcome. Yes. If oh, there's totally going to be a different outcome. Small little changes. Yes. We'll, we'll even say for like for fitness and health in myself, small little changes of eating less than what I eat. Right. And then changing what I eat. Like right. little things like that. And Even they just if you add took up. your plate, okay, you're trying to lose weight. Mm-hmm. Okay. Even if you and you eat off a dinner plate. Yeah. And you said, you know what, I'm gonna make one change. I'm gonna start eating off a lunch plate. Yeah. I'm so. gonna take that meal and I'm gonna put it on a lunch plate now. Mm-hmm. Right? That's one little change. That's the same as tapping out on a sailboat, you just tap that wheel, you're just going in a little different direction, right? Yeah, sure. That's all it takes to start the movement to change and if you're in a household it only takes one person to change to everybody has to change because it's true yeah everybody's playing a role in that household so if you have one person who changes the lines okay because we're all on stage mm-hmm. and changes the lines you're going to have a different outcome you're going to have a different ending you're going to have a different <laughs> everything yeah only takes one person so like when i went into my therapy and i Back in when the woman said to me, yeah. I'll fix him right after I fix you, yeah. I sat down. It was interesting because, you know, your first thought is to push back and get defensive. But I did. I was almost relieved. I felt like a sense of relief. I almost wanted to take a nap in her chair because I was like, thank you, God. Somebody's saying something different to me yeah. and wanted to know me. And what happened? What happened to you? And that was one of the things she said. What happened to you? And I never thought about what happened to me. I never like did because I'm on autopilot. Yeah, I'm on autopilot. And now I have these two kids that are you know climbing up the walls, and I'm telling them <laughs> to get down, and they're not listening, and all these things. Mm-hmm. When she changed me, yeah. my whole house changed. My whole house. So yes, my 38 year old son. How it I was going to say how how did they 
how did they accept that change? Um, like what they kind of <laughs> had no choice. <laughs> it was, you know, it was a complete different change yeah. because back then, you know, I was a young mother. I was, you know, a screamer. Even though my mother wasn't a screamer, but my sister who raised me was was the olders watched the younger. So yes. they, she was. So I learned how to be a screamer and to scream um, at him as much as I could. And that didn't never worked. And I was frustrated and I was having panic attacks and yeah. all kinds of shit was going on. But when she started looking to, at me and I was able to make changes, everything changed within me. So I, I stopped screaming. As soon as I stopped screaming, nobody knew what to do. They didn't know what to do. I was deliberate. I was, I did what I said. So like a lot of parents out there that, you know, you've all gone to Great Adventure, right? And mm -hmm. everybody's going tomorrow and little Jimmy or Johnny or Cindy starts acting up. And now they're Rick Shane all over. And what do you do? Everybody does it. You're not going to go to Great Adventure if you keep doing that. Oh, yeah. Everybody does it. Well, the little shit knows he's going to Great Adventure. He knows he can go another 10 rounds with you and still go to Great Adventure. <laughs> and that's what I had to learn. Yeah. So what I learned was when I spoke. So if I said we're not going to Great Adventure, we did not there go to go. Great Adventure. And let me tell you something. It only took one time for each one of my children to learn it. Okay. Because what happened was I came home and reintroduced myself to them. It wasn't just something that, you know, once the plan was made with my, you know, the woman, my guru, once it was made, I announced it to the family and said, listen, you know, mom says something once, you know, that's it. That's it. And that's what I had to do. And when I started doing it mm -hmm. and started seeing the shift and the difference in everybody around me, I felt so powerful <laughs> because it was amazing. Yeah. You know, uh, my son, I mean, he I put him right out of the car in the cat and dog rain. I put him out in the car. He thought, because he was mouthing off at me, he thought that I was going to pull up and then say, get your ass in the car. Well, I didn't. I pulled right away. I put my blink, and he walked home. By the time that kid came <laughs> through the door, I was eating dinner at the table, and he was pissed. But guess what? Never did again. Never did again. Like, that's how I learned. So, Pat, when I was teaching... Back in, I don't know, 2002 or whatever, I, I was doing work with the Girl Scouts. I was doing work with parents. And that was the whole thing with parents. Parents are always looking for some magic fairy dust or something. Some trick or something. The, the trick is consistency. If you can nail consistency as a parent. Now, don't be like I was, consistently letting them run me over. Be consistent. In what you say, be consistent yes. in what you do. And then that's the real tip because we teach people how to treat us. So I was teaching my kids really young, run me over upside and down and I'm going to take your ass for ice cream. That's what I was teaching my kids out of love. Yeah. Because I love them so fucking much. But yeah. what I wasn't learning, you know what I mean? I And I was trying to just show them all this love. I just love you for that. And you know yeah. me with my I kids, how yeah. much I love my kids. Absolutely. But nobody railroads me anymore. <laughs> I haven't been railroaded <laughs> since 96. <laughs> but that's... when everything changed, that's what changed. So there's, uh, there's just so much. I could sit here for days. Yeah, absolutely. And that's good. Um, 
So who are some gurus now that that are popular that you see that people could should look into? Totally look into Joe Dispenza, okay. quantum physics, mm-hmm. magnetic field, how how everything's really rolling, how things they now know mm-hmm. um, how it works. Yeah, he's amazing. I was gonna say I started following him on Instagram. Started watching some of his YouTube videos. Mm, and stuff. Great, you know, very inspirational. He has lots of good messages, and you know, some of that stuff. I like. I share that through Instagram and Facebook good. and everything, so other people can can see that. There's more and more people mm-hmm. getting turned on by him. Absolutely, he's like one of the biggest uh, lecturers um, people in the world right mm-hmm. now. Yeah. So look him up. Listen yeah. to what he has to say. Yep. Um. The other one for me, I mean, my everything with what I listen to is Abraham Hicks, okay. um, Esther Hicks, Esther Hicks yeah. who is all about energy and all about um, frequencies. Yes. So if you're, you know, on a low vibration, a low frequency, then you're pretty much listening to shitty music. That's yes. how I look at it. It's like you love rock and roll, but you can't get close to rock and roll because your your mind is so twanged that you're oh, yeah. listening to... 50s you know <laughs> and you're this not happy <laughs> this is true this is true but when you're really flying high on a high vibration mm-hmm. it feels just like you're like listening to your music of your you know choice you're high on it that yeah. that high feeling you get when you listen to good music and you're grateful and and the more high you are on gratitude the better your life is going the lower the shit your life's going so how do we how would someone really transition from a low frequency to a higher frequency? Gratitude. Gratitude. Just being it's grateful. It's just for being mindful in this moment yeah. of because if, if you're in that state, you're in the you're in the past, you're living in the past, or you're living you know in the future. I am a future person, but I'm also a moment person. So like I take in the moments more um now than ever absolutely and um i am so grateful grateful for every single thing <laughs> like you would think <laughs> yeah. honestly i know some pretty wealthy wealthy people too and you would think that i was living in their world in my mind because i just it float around yeah in gratitude yeah. and yeah. i feel like if you can find one thing even if you know, people will go, oh, there's nothing to be thankful for. I got shit. You do. There's if there's a you, lot of things like. Oh my God, your breath, air, your lungs. Some people can't even breathe. Some people have to have a, a machine to breathe. You know, walking around. Some people don't even have legs to walk. You know, I could see everything. I can hear everything. You got to understand. There's a lot more people out there that are less fortunate that were born with these deficiencies Absolutely. and stuff. So you got to be grateful for everything that you got. And a lot of things like I do see people on. Facebook and Instagram and you know they're missing arms and legs from yep. war or being born without them and they're you know excelling at life you know right. they're they're climbing ma- they're climbing mountains they're you know hunting you know deer they're they're doing pull-ups like they're, they're living they're, their life they're living exactly absolutely there is one of these guys um he's a quadriplegic He's, you know, in jujitsu. Oh, is he? Yes, absolutely. He's. I listened to him on one of my one of the podcasts. Him and another guy. Uh, yeah, they, you know, quadriplegic. Yeah. Doing 
to him Brazilian jiu-jitsu and stuff. Like he's living his best life and he's yeah. climbing mountains and all that stuff. Yeah. Well, he's appreciative for his life. Well, that's what I'm saying. You yes, know, he's absolutely. A, but I think that, unfortunately, well, I shouldn't say, um, I don't want to say it that way, but people who have their limbs and are going to their job that they hate today, you exactly. know what I mean? They, they're not, they're not zooming in on that. They're only in their own thought, you know, their own sadness, their own poor me pity party song. You know, it's like going to a bad movie. Like you would never, if, if you went and saw a shitty movie and bought a ticket for it, it's a hundred dollars to go to the movies now. Did you yeah, know that? Yeah. Okay. So if you pay a hundred bucks and you go in and you see a shitty movie, are you going to go back and buy another ticket? Well, the answer seems to be yes, because people do it all the time, <laughs> all the time. And they and they don't think they have control. You can stop your brain. You can check out what you're saying. You can wake up and realize that you're in just this moment and just this moment and just this moment. And that's all you're really having is the moment. Yeah, absolutely. Don't worry about the future. Can't change the past. The past and gone. if you ever looked over your shoulder at the evidence, you know, everybody's gone through shit. Oh, absolutely. Right? We've all gone through shit. So if you look over your shoulder and you start going, oh, man, like, I got nothing to worry about. I've gotten through more shit in my life. Got through that, got through that. Got... The evidence is stockpile. But yet when people come upon some shit, they always act shocked and they yeah. always act like... <laughs> Do you believe this shit? Well, yeah, look over your shit. shit all the time. Yeah, and you got through all that shit. So I'm pretty yeah. sure you'll get through this shit too. But they get locked up. And mm -hmm. I like to help people to let go, unlock, get, get unstuck. And live joyfully. Yeah. Live joyfully. So I'm excited about doing this with you. Absolutely. And um, this is great. But we're not done yet. Oh, okay. We're definitely not done. Okay, got more? I got, yeah, I do. I do have uh, a few more things in there. Okay. Um, so we had mentioned before about beliefs. Mm. So that is something that we're, we're, we just touched on just a little bit, but I wanted to hear more about this. Okay. Um, because you were saying something like what people believe is pretty much what. What they're going to get. What they're going to get. Right? Every time. Every, no exceptions. So, like myself, for me, the biggest thing was I needed to see it to believe it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I, re I remember. <laughs> yeah. Um, but because I didn't believe that one day someone would just knock on a door and hand me a bunch of money for no reason. Right. Like, I, di I didn't believe that. Right. That it could happen that way. But it could happen that way. Of course That's it could. That's the thing. But I can't, I couldn't, I couldn't wait for that moment because that day I felt like, not going to happen today or tomorrow or even sometime next week. Right. So that well, I'm sure that there was some raising going on in there with mom and dad and how you were raised with money. Well, money, you had to work hard to get money. Mm -hmm. Money doesn't, you know, isn't being yeah, sent to exactly. you. Everything's hard. Exactly. Work hard around getting that money and sacrifice and suffer. Well, <laughs> <laughs> make sure you're suffering too while you're getting your money. Well, We'll go, we'll go into this a little bit more. We'll say, well, with this, with this YouTube channel, with this podcast, uh, if I can compare this to Joe Rogan or Tim Ferriss or Jocko Willink or any of those guys that have these successful podcasts, but they had to start somewhere and where they started was a lot of hard work. Absolutely. And that's, that's the, I guess, I'm not the saying that it doesn't uh, take hard work. Say, yeah, no, no, no. 
I'm not definitely not against that, but I'm just saying like you get you get used to it, you get more comfortable, and it gets easier. Right. Yes. It does get easier. Yes. So like me buying the equipment and setting things up, doing the first recording, you know, and just changing things and you know, I put a lot into it to where you know, I have a great episodes and then like the next episode I have completely, you know, no audio and stuff. And that happens. Right. Like I had I had Mike on, everything was great. Um, I should have took it upon myself to check all my equipment and my programs before the next episode to make sure everything was fine. And that's what happened. The next episode came, I'm thinking everything's fine. I right. opened it up and it needed an update. I updated it and then it changed the recording channels on me, which I didn't so you got all I didn't screwed know. up. I got all screwed up, and I was crunched for time. And I said, "Let's just roll with it." Right. And I didn't get a good product out of it. Right. Right. Um, but you're passionate about this. I am, and it's and what, it's different when you're applying your energy towards something that you're passionate about, and you're working hard towards absolutely. something you're passionate about. You know, that's it. Doesn't and, feel like work, then, right? But see, I'm not getting any type of monetary value out of this. I'm not getting any. Money. What are you getting from it? I'm getting, <laughs> I'm getting the enjoyment of sharing experiences with my friends and family, right. and recording those, recording those things, right? Making sure everything, uh, you know, uh, recording those things, and I'm capturing those things because as I get older, it's something I can always reflect upon, right. and it's also like the the people that I meet, like yourself, Mike. The other people, they have a lot going on for them, and I feel like that information myself needs to be put out there for other I people agree. Yes. That, that can help them out. Yes. And it's one thing to actually sit there and watch a YouTube video of Joe Dispenza or Joe Rogan and all the many people that he has on, and you'll never meet those people in your entire life, but you'll meet us. Right. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yes. And I'm not changing the world, yeah. but I'm changing people in my world. Yeah. That's beautiful. That's what you, that's exactly it. That's what I try to do. Yeah. That's what I try to, I'll help anybody. You know what I mean? I've always, always been like that. You know, I want to help people. I want to see people succeed. I want to see people happy, just joyful. And that's, that's kind of what I get because that's all I focus on too. You know, I get a lot of people that, you know, show up (laughs) for that, you know, and that's a good thing because I need that. See? So now, I need it. now, how do you deal with someone? We'll say that's negative, like myself. How did you, how did you deal with me for so many years, <laughs> being so negative and everything? For, for um, the, well, the time for, that you've known. I, I feel like um, I just loved you anyway. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I mean, what, do wouldn't you say I loved you anyway? Yeah, absolutely. You know, I loved you anyway. I I, loved loved you and I still love you, but I feel like, um, back then I just kept showing you love because don't you think that's, I just kept showing up for you and I kept showing you love and I was always hoping that all the little seeds, the little thing I would say here, the little thing I would drop there would tap you a little bit and it did. And that's, that's what I really want to get at that moment is you don't know what people are going through. Mm -mm. You don't know their background unless you do know them. But at the same time too, you have an opportunity in people's lives to be the light, to be the example of their life. So 
though, somebody might be at a point in time, a transitional point of changing their mindset or changing everything else. And that's why I'm the main focus is doing this is, you know, with me and Ronnie and Freddie as well, as you know, we're, we're trying to break things down and, you know, show people that they're not alone, that they're going through stuff, that there is help there. Right. Not say that everyone everyone needs help, but at the right. same time too, sometimes we need guidance. Sometimes we just need to hear that positive message. Right. We or just need you know, like or you to said, hear that somebody's yeah. gone through what you're going through exactly. right now, and that the, exactly, and that they're not alone. It's interesting because I'm looking at you right now. You know, I want to. <laughs> you know, I want to go deeper here with you. Yeah, I'm not going to do it to you. You can do whatever you want. You can say whatever you want. If you have anything to say, go right ahead. Well, I'm I mean, just, you know, I just feel like because you came full circle in your communication, right? Because yeah. you didn't communicate. Oh, absolutely. At all. Mm-hmm. And um, But I didn't communicate because of where I was at in my life inside. at that time. It's, right. I, the job that I do, and yes. I still do now, is a very dark, depressing Yes, it Part. is. And I was very much inside that dark, depressing time, as you said. Um, but that job has provided so much for me, and it's still providing me so much. You know, in the long term, the long term is what I'm looking at. If I had to, <laughs> if I had to walk through hell, or you know, you know, swim through a river of shit to get to, to the get end, to the end, you know, at the right. same time too. But at the same time. You have to live while you're getting there. Yes, I have to. I have to enjoy life a little bit, and that's what I right. What I am doing. But now. something. Wait, <laughs> go ahead. So, so this is what I'm like thinking. Yeah. Right. So you're in that dark place, and you still do that very dark job, except you don't do it in the same way. I I can't no, no, imagine that you could. Right. Oh, no, no not way. At all. No. So because something switched. So Absolutely. and to me, I feel almost like. You were yourself in that dark space feeling alone, mm-hmm. right? And sitting in that dark space feeling alone, there was something inside of you that resonated out of it to be someone to someone who's sitting in a dark space alone. Absolutely. So you now. I'm in a position now to to help, help the people. person sitting in the dark space. Now, if you didn't sit in that dark space alone, mm-hmm. right, this wouldn't have evolved. Exactly. So, how great, right? And right now, I always tell my clients all the time, like, bless that shit. Oh yeah, absolutely. Bless that shit. Bless your dark I le- shit. I learned so much from if it. You, right, that's the growth. That's where the growth is. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't you don't grow in joy, unfortunately. <laughs> Although I do ask for that every day. I got that that's my thing. Like I am willing to learn in joy. <laughs> but um, um you just you know, you don't, right? You don't. And and I feel like you sitting in that, you know, sparked this and brought this out, which he brought out this whole new communication Absolutely. Carl yeah. that was not there before. Or was there before, but was pushed way down. Because it, my bet yes. is, when you were younger, you were chatty patty more. Um, go back. I don't know. I'd have to go back to when I was younger. Twelve. And go back to twelve. What were I you was, like? I was very weird. Oh, you're weird. Yeah, I guess I was a weird kid. Were I would you have like? To say. Were you weird? Like, so were you, were you the weird, quiet kid? Yeah. Oh, you were. And like, 
in like high school and everything. Yeah. You was, were the weird quiet kid. I had a, you know, a large group of like three friends, but I knew quite a yeah, lot of people from, you know, wrestling and all that stuff. Right. From the different teams, track and field and everything. But yeah, I was, I was the quiet kid. I kind of kept to myself. Now, when, now let me ask you something. Mm-hmm. Can you like now you know about self talk and you know were you, oh, were yeah. you, so the self talk was not self, good. Oh yeah, the self talk was was horrible. Because, okay, you know, I was kind of like putting myself down. Yeah, not that anyone would put me down. Yeah, but you would do it to yourself. I would do it to myself. Like I didn't feel like I was good enough. Yeah, you know, and all that stuff. And yeah. you know, that's, you sound familiar, that's, anybody? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, you know, and I still do that sometimes. Yeah, but. I snap. I I'm very conscious of that talk, and I can snap myself out of it and say, "Hey, wait a second! I'm going down this dark place. I'm like, I don't need to go that that way." Exactly. So you're making better choices. You're absolutely, and you're pushing back on your self talk. Yes, and pushing back on it. Push right. back on that self talk. You know, absolutely. because there's way too much evidence again. You know that it's bullshit. The self talk. You know, it's crazy how we punch ourselves right in the face like that. It's nice, like you said, you just punch <laughs> yourself right in the face. You do, yes. You know, and but I bet if you got to see, it gets, uh, inside of everybody's mind, you'd see a lot of people punching themselves in the head. You know? It's true. It's yeah. sad. Mm-hmm. And that comes from trauma. That comes from the way you, you're raised. You're just that feeling of just never being enough or good enough or whatever it is that you have. Absolutely. You know, you know mine was matter. And this was something that really... I mean, for all the years I've been saturated in this stuff, it really hit me on how my thing is that it, the minute you make me feel like I don't matter to you, yeah. then I check right out. And right. when I follow that string, it goes right to my father. Gotcha. Yeah. It goes right to my father. My father made me feel like I didn't matter. I never got a birthday card. I never got anything. Never got nothing. didn't matter. But my cousin down the block, he got everything. And that was my father from everything was Uncle Mickey. I'm like, yeah, you know, really? I didn't get shit. So I didn't feel like I mattered. Well, here I am 60 years old. And I'm telling you, it's the one thing I still have in me. If you make me feel like I don't matter, then I get, I just toss, I get rid of you because I don't want the pain. Oh, yeah. So absolutely. I am, I, I just say bye bye now. And that's what I do. And I just, I sweep you right out of my life because I don't deserve that. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And that's where I am, like, now with it. You know, I don't deserve that. Mm-hmm. I make everybody that's near me feel like they matter. Mm-hmm. And, and, and okay, I can do it and you can't. I get all that. But, you know, come on. I mean, people do have to wake up a little bit more. Yeah, that's that's true. Um, so, wow. So, yeah, so that's, that's good. I mean, we can talk here for a while longer about you. You want to do that? Talk all you want. Yeah, absolutely. Do you have any questions for me about any just, of this stuff? Well, I'm just, I'm, I'm so, you know, I'm happy, so happy to see where you're at and, and your growth. And you've mm-hmm. only just begun, like, and that's the fun part, too. Yeah. Um, and you can't go back. Like, it's oh, like yeah. falling down, well, a, you know, a fucking <laughs> hole. I, I, well, Alice in Wonderland hole, you know, going back. Well, I'll put this you out can't. there. I, I, I listened to Jordan Peterson. He's, in, he's one of my gurus that I like okay. to listen to. And he says, there's, he's like, you just walk through hell. Why do you want to go back through hell? Right. No, just keep going forward. You just keep going. And that's if it. If you're in hell, keep going. And that's the thing. Keep it's like, going. as I was saying, <laughs> as I'm swimming, swimming through this river, shit, you know, that yeah. there's, there's the end. There and is an end. And a towel waiting. Yes, <laughs> there is. There is. There's always something better at the end. And 
you can look and reflect upon that stuff like, you know, I can't believe what I just did or what I went through. Yeah. But it just shows how strong a person actually is. Yeah. And that's the thing. A lot of people don't give each other credit for the mental fortitude that they have and their, you know, their emotional awareness. And exactly. And a lot of people, they get wrapped up into that. So. It's easy to get wrapped up into, too. And it just, it, it goes back to making a deliberate decision that you want to grow. Yeah. And making, you know, there's a lot of people out there who really don't want to grow. You oh, know? yeah. A lot, a of, lot of people, I love, I love, this is how I am. This is, how, is what it is. That's just, hey, I've been this way my whole life. What do you want? That, <laughs> oh, my gosh. I'm like, okay. But it's, it's you see a lot yeah. of people like that. And, um if it's working for you, by all means, knock your socks off. Have the joy of life you could have. Yeah, but if it's not, mm-hmm. then you really need to check yourself and and figure out um, what it is. Whether it's the self talk, reach out to someone that could listen to what you got to say and help you maybe to shift um, your perception on some things. You know, yeah, reframe some- a situation for you so that you you know, can see it differently with a better mindset. Yeah. And that's, that's one of the things that I felt like has helped me and my, my personal self, the self talk and everything. If I, if I'm able to talk it out to somebody and bounce it off and I'm actually hearing the words that are coming out of my mouth, it's, it, it's like a, it's like a slap in the face pretty much like, wow, am I really thinking that? And did I just really say that? And it's like, then that's where my thought process is. Yeah. And that's that's really the the change right there, is which is so awesome. Talking to myself out, and, and a lot of people like myself will say, it, you know, the big macho people saying like, oh, I'm not going to go to therapy. I don't need that. I'm, there's nothing mm. wrong with me." But one of the people I listen to, Jocko Willink, former Navy SEAL, all this stuff, big badass guy, he says there's nothing wrong with with anything like that because what what he he categorized it as your car, the check engine light comes on. Mm-hmm. It needs an oil change. It needs you know maintenance, basically. So he he and you don't hesitate to go do it. Exactly. Otherwise, it's going to break down. It's going to be done forever. Right. You're going to have to buy a new car. Well, you can't buy a new brain. You can't right. do all that stuff. So you know when a check engine light comes on, I mean you know you gotta you gotta go get it taken care of. Yeah. And you're not necessarily going to therapy, but it's more of like a brain mechanic. He's right. Absolutely. And yeah. that resonated with me, and I kind of hold on to that still. So, so that analogy helped yes, you? Yes, that helped me. Like, yes. instead of saying, oh, I'm going to therapy, no, I'm going to go to my brain right. mechanic, mechanic and just, you know, work things out. To me, therapy is self-love. It's self-love. It's just, you know, we're all have stuff going on, you know, and I just feel like it's self-love. It's a, it's it's something that you do for you. Yeah. Um, you find a, a good therapist, nothing better than a good therapist. Mm-hmm. And um, you're able to just pick up like a friend that you haven't seen. You know, you just kind of pick up and whatever is going on in your life at that time, you know, you're able to kick it around and hopefully move past it. For With NLPs, what the difference between like a tra- traditional psychiatrist, they're into the why you do something. Nobody knows why they do it. You know, why do you do that, Carl? Why, why? Nobody knows. That's what I know. Why, that's why I'm here. Like, yeah. we're into how you do it. More of how do you do that? 
You know, how do you keep that going? How are you processing? What's your strategy? What do you do when you get up in the morning? You know, um, what is going on in the film strip? And it rolls. And if you're playing the same thing, you'll go to bed with it. You'll wake up with it. Until you have the scissors, you can cut that film and put in a new film. You really can. And a film of hope, a film of I can get through this. I've gotten through all that in my life. I surely can get through this. No, no worries. Uh, Waves are going to come. There's going to be clear, you know, how it goes. That's how I do everything with on the water, you know, clear seas. And then you see a wave coming and it's how you want to go through it. You can sit there and go, motherfucker, it's another wave. You know, or you can say, okay, I see the wave, it's coming. Yeah. I'm going to choose to remain calm. Mm-hmm. I'm going to hold on to my raft. Yeah. I'm going to go over the wave the best I can. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to come down on the other side and I'm going to be fine. Like, I think it's that mindset of everything is always fine because it really is, you know, in so many ways. And my mantra is everything always works out for me. That's what I say. If, if I got shit coming at me, I'm like, everything always works out for me. Because one way or another, there'll be a silver lining for us on this. Mm-hmm. And that's my mindset. And I feel like that's what we get. And that's where the belief thing comes in. What you believe is what you get. So that old saying of whether you think you can or whether you think you can't, mm-hmm. you're right. Every time. Because it's what you think. So if everything's, I can't do that, oh, I can't do that, I can't do that. Well, you just you just can't and you won't, and that will be that. Right. If you have that mindset of, you know, I can do that. A lot of people like that, too. I can do that. I could do that. I can do I can do that. You know? Well, yeah, it's like, well, for my instance, this podcast. It's like, you know, I never thought in a whole million years that I could actually do something like this until. It's amazing. Know, it, just, it just took a while. And then I looked in, I did a research found the microphones that I wanted to use. I bought a microphone and I was like, all right, well then how do I want to do this? And then I bought another microphone and then it just kept building from there. Cause you were walking towards it every day. Yes. And that's what you were focused on and what you focus on expands. Exactly. So you zoomed in on it and you lit it up and it's, it's amazing. Yeah. It's not like the long-term effect of like, Oh, I want a million subscribers right. and I want to be no. as famous as, We'll say Joe Rogan or anyone else like that. Right. It's like, well, no, let me let me enjoy this. Let me enjoy the process and one step at a time. And if I were to get, you know, two microphones and record and it doesn't work out good, well, then, you know, what I, are you out? I, I, I tried something. Yeah, <laughs> right. I tried something. Right. It was the experience of trying something. Right. And I just kept going with it. And, you know, this is right. where I'm at right now. And I think I'm at 43 episodes. This is 43. That's awesome. Yeah, it hasn't even been a year. And, that, and what did I say to you? I said, are you still just as excited? I am because in these moments, I in these moments, I would have to say I'm the happiest because I'm doing something that I actually care about. Yeah. And I can't put a Beautiful. price on it. I can't put a price on it. No, this. you can't. And the conversations that we have and yeah. you know, connecting with you guys because I'm learning from each person that I have. I'm learning something about them learning something about myself each time that's the other thing what happens what else you know you could see from the first episode to episode now how comfortable i am absolutely you know talking with people presenting presenting myself presenting the show if i said to uh, a friend of mine 
I said, if we have a good, it doesn't matter who we have on the show because we make the show. If it's a bad show, it's because we allowed it to become bad. Mm-hmm. We didn't right. save it from, from you know, spiraling out. Crash and burning, yeah. You know, good episodes because we allowed it to blossom or, you know, grow and just yeah. be enjoyable. So. I want to say thank you, Gina, for allowing me to come out here to this amazing studio that you have here. Again, uh, Walker's Renovations. I'll make sure I'll put the link in the description below. Uh, Check them out, man. Uh, Yeah. Do you guys have Facebook or anything like that? Uh, We don't. I mean, we're... That's something. Thank you, God. We have never advertised. Yeah. We just don't. I mean... Word of mouth. He's so... Yeah. He's so busy. Um. He's my husband is Andrew Walker. He is the renovator. He's also an artist. Exactly. Uh, you don't get many contractors that are artists. Yeah. And absolutely. he went to Pratt and he worked for Disney and he's the real deal. And if um, I'm gonna have him on the show. Yeah, okay. he'd be a really good guest for absolutely. you to have on. My God, I call. I, listen, I manage him. He's okay. got so many talents. My husband <laughs> well, has schedule, more talents. Schedule than, him in for a podcast. Yeah. Session. Well, maybe we can grab him today. I don't know, but he's he's amazing. Okay. But uh, his his um. We don't advertise. He's got so many references. We we raise houses. We renovate homes uh, down on the island. He's pro- that's where yeah. he really is most of the time. But um, yeah, give us a call anytime. Yeah, I'll uh, I'll get with you and we'll get that information. Make sure I'll put that. Thanks. In the description yeah, below that would and all be wonderful. And you can reach out to Gina. She's on Facebook. I am on Facebook. Yes. So if you have any questions for Gina or or if you just want to feel free, yeah, you know. Reach out to her and say thank you. And all well, you know what would be really cool? Something that I thought would be neat we could try is between now and our next lunch. Okay. If you wanted to put it out and anybody yeah. has any questions, any like questions maybe, for you? yeah, like maybe you're having, you know, relationship issue or, you know, the, uh, I don't know, mostly, you know, relationship is, you know, mother, father, thing, yeah. parent, child uh, thing. Yeah. You have any. Husband and wife. Yeah. Like anything at all. Um. Reach they out, could reach send out to you me. the questions. Send me the questions and, and all that then stuff. And then next time you could say Barbara from Forkett River wants to ask you, blah, 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 blah. Or they could stay, they could keep their name out completely and just say, hey, yeah. this is a question from, so you know. Forkett River. From an unknown. And yeah. we have such and such. And we can actually do that. So yeah, if you guys have any questions or anything, just write it right down in the description below. Reach out to me. I'm on Facebook, Instagram, uh, Twitter, Spotify. Uh, YouTube as well. Gina's on Facebook. I'm just reach on out, Facebook. <laughs> reach out to reach out to Gina on Facebook, Facebook. <laughs> um, and let us know how what you thought about this uh, conversation and everything. And hopefully, you guys did like this. And don't forget to like, share, and subscribe, and write a comment below. Um, I hope you guys had a great day today, and we love you. Thank you.